Sick by Shiana. Medical disclaimer. The advice that I'm sharing is based on my experience as a licensed massage therapist and an active participant in alternative healing practices. The advice is for educational and informational purposes only. While it may be useful to some, be smart about it. Talk to a healthcare provider before trying out some of these practices. I just want you to know that you do have options when it comes to healing. Welcome to Who You Call in Holistic. Yes, I'm finally on here. <laughs> uh, I'm here today with, with my guest, Christian. Welcome, Christian. I can't believe I finally made it. <laughs> it wasn't time yet. You know, it wasn't time. Before. Yeah. 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 I was definitely overthinking it, but you know, right, right on time. I, I tell, I talk about those Gemini's and they're overthinking all the time. So, I mean, it's a thing, man. Say that till you meet a Leo, like the one I'm engaged to. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that too. There's that. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming by. And I was even explaining to you before, like we've had these conversations often because I've known you since middle school. Yeah. Junior high, middle school, whatever they, the kids call it these days. (laughs) Yeah. So like we we're family and your mom, we were even talking recently and she said like when she, when she first met me, she already knew you and I were probably like, and I don't even know that your mom believes in past lives, but like she acknowledged, (laughs) she acknowledged like we've, we were here together before or something like, we're family regardless. So. Yeah. Well, between like the Irish roots and the last names and, and, and all that stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's probably in there somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to bring you on because I was explaining some of my listeners are, well, most of my listeners are in the South and a lot of them have had like challenging upbringings with their, with their family's religious beliefs and, and now we are in a state of transformation and people becoming aware and learning that some of the religious stuff isn't for them and learning that like there's a whole big thing outside of religion that has nothing to do with religion, but like it's just a whole nother uh, world out there. Yep. And I was like, I got to bring on Christian to talk about this because first of all, Christian's name is Christian. Yeah. I, I'm funny. Irony. Right. <laughs> huh. Irony. And like for those for those listening, you know, after maybe it might have been high school, like when we would go places and, and people would ask our names, I'd say like like Christian, but not like the like the religion, but not. <laughs> and so it's always been fitting, but again, yeah. welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And, and for those listening, I know that sounded like shade, but <laughs> cover where we come from and knowing each other, that was not shade. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, is it shade or is it shining a light? It's, it's, I would call it shining a light because, you know, ironically, even just a few weeks ago, I was thinking, I was like, huh, my parents giving me the name Christian as like a woman was kind of like ahead of its time in a way. Cause it's a very androgynous name. Like, mm-hmm. Like most people, when they like see my name, like on an application or, or for whatever, and Christian Evans is about to walk in, they expect a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then on top of the whole religious aspect and growing up in the South, yeah, it's it's interesting because I definitely do not any longer identify as being Christian. Mm-hmm. And to some of the Christians, they're probably like, ooh, ooh, ooh she's a witch. She's a witch. Yeah, but, oh, don't even get me down the rabbit hole. <laughs> But just because I do not identify as Christian does not mean that I do not have a relationship with God. And I like, I'm still very spiritual. I have my own practice. I have my own time when I commune with source, with my higher self, with God, if you will. And I honestly feel like I have the best spiritual relationship and relationship with God that I've ever had, even before when I was going to church seven times a day. I mean, seven times a week, sometimes seven times a day, honestly. That's how often you went? Like, I, I mean, knew you were in it, but I didn't know you were in it. Girl, my family, we were there. And, you know, sometimes I do miss the community of church. I think that's more so what a lot of people need is the community of church. But we were there. Yeah, sometimes it felt like every day, 
Sundays, we'd be there twice a day. We'd go to morning and evening service. Saturdays was like choir practice. Thursday was prayer. Uh, Tuesday was Bible study. Like I swear at least four days a week. That's, that's a lot. When I met you and you know, there's other friends that are still in our lives that can vouch for this as well. But y'all, when I met Christian, Christian, she carried a Bible to school and like, I you know, we already had a lot of books in our book bags. Like we didn't need a, she had, actually, you held it outside your book bag, probably because we already had too many books in our book bags. I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to act like I don't remember this selective amnesia. <laughs> or, you know, holistic psychologist says like we black things out in our lives from trauma. So yeah, yeah I, I mean, honestly, I am grateful for the foundation that I received growing, growing up in the family that I grew up in. And some of my fondest memories are being at church. And I believe the faith that I have now and the relationships that I have with people now and just how I view the world and how I choose to treat people is based off of that foundation that I got at the Christian church. I am not anti-religion by any means. I am anti-fire, brimstone, condemnation, and fitting people in boxes that don't fit for them. Mm. That is anti. And unfortunately, with the way that a lot of people have handled religion, you know, it gets murky. Mm-hmm. And people want to try and tell you, you should be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. And if you don't do this, you're going to hell. And to be quite honest, to me, the God that I serve, the source that I believe in, the one that I believe in is loving and accepting and non-judgmental. And to be quite honest, you really think God cares who we're sleeping with? <laughs> think he cares or, or Shim. Right, right. Shim. <laughs> Shim. Like, at the end of the day, I feel like all the religions, Buddhism, uh, Christianity, at the core, there is a lot of knowledge. Um, at the core, I believe people do want to just see the world be a better place, mm-hmm. but it all tends to get lost in the sauce between who's right, who's wrong, who's God is right, what verse you're supposed to be saying correctly, how often you go to church. Everything just gets lost in this battle between he said, she said, and we're losing the truest intention behind it, which is loving each other and accepting each other as we are. Mm-hmm. Even- But when you're placing restrictions on somebody based off of your own beliefs and opinions, that to me is not God's essence. That is not the essence of love. That is not the essence of love, light and truth. So you can lose, you can, you can lose me with all that. (laughs) That's, that's not what my God is about. (laughs) I think a lot of religions push fear and most definitely. And I think that that had a lot to do with, um, not necessarily your upbringing, but just, you know, in the Southern states, like these Bible, Bible belt states, like there's a lot of fear surrounding these practices, which makes, which then turns into fear in observing practices that you and I participate in now. Cause it's like, well, that's the devil's, that's the devil's work. And that's like, again, witches and y'all doing voodoo and, and that ain't godly. And that like, And it's really just, again, this is just fear. Like it is, it is all fear. And I will say that I'm starting to understand why people say, and and even when we go back to the Christian crusades, Mm -hmm. it was propaganda. They Mm -hmm. just wanted to control. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And anybody that wouldn't line up with them was just murked. (laughs) Like just dumb. Finish him. That to me doesn't sound like God in love. Mm-mm. At least not that I want to serve the, the essence of God, because I don't believe it's just one big man sitting on a throne. It's an energy. It's an essence. Right. right. But it is definitely, it started from fear and, and power. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we've had this talk before too. It's like, just because it's been passed down for generations and generations and generations doesn't mean it's not something that should be that it can't be questioned and that it's the most supportive use of our time. Right. Look at what the world is right now. Obviously we ain't doing something right. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, honestly, how many wars have been started in the name of God and holiness? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know God has nothing to do with that. That is no, main- That's a whole nother podcast episode. Don't get me started on those ones. 
girl, you know that. And don't even get me started on the rabbit hole of what the word witch means. <laughs> well, no, go ahead. Let's let's get started on that rabbit hole because, um, you know, like I've had, for those that are listeners, I've had Zakia on here speaking about voodoo and, and root work and spiritual baths and stuff. And she kind of touched on her, her uh, upbringing with Christianity and whatnot and how she's talked to her family members and whatnot about what she does now and how it is for the greater good and how it is done with love. There's certain labels that get thrown on people. You know, for me, even there's certain labels that might get thrown on me and I'm like, "Mm, that's not me. And like, we, we are at a place now where it's like, you can choose which labels you choose to identify with, like whether that is gender, career, whatever it is, you choose what you want to identify with or as. So when people do say witch to you or ask you if you're a witch, and I don't know if your family member, if your family members have had this kind of conversation with you to ask you like what you're into these days, but what are your thoughts on, on witches? I mean, honestly, the conversation is going to happen at some point. That's too. <laughs> but it hasn't I'm, happened yet. <laughs> the, the, the space that I'm stepping into feels amazing to me. Like, you know, that I just started really stepping into my truth with even just doing tarot pools on my Instagram and launching my website. And soon I'll have a scheduling app integrated into the website for people to book with me and all that. But my mom knows that I got attuned to Reiki. And even that, she's kind of like, mm-hmm. <laughs> One of my aunts was around and <laughs> I keep forgetting that video won't be in this whole thing, but the <laughs> attention audience, a lot of apprehension and fear that mm-hmm. word's probably coming up a lot. I digress as far as the word, witch, and I just had one of my girlfriends over, we were chilling in the hot tub last night and this conversation came up because she is starting her own cannabis brand, like cannabis cosmetics and things. And we started talking about witches and how that word is so weighted, but it is weighted in erroneous information. And it is weighted in erroneous information because it was tagged by these, by the patriarchy, basically, basically this patriarchal society. Oh, man. It's, it's the, <laughs> Pure, fearful men mm-hmm. that seek power and that want things to be done in a certain way. This life is not linear it, it, and not everything is supposed to be done in the same manner, but the term witch means wise woman. That's all it means. <laughs> Witches used to own apothecaries. They were herbalists. They were midwives. They were women that knew how to, to farm based off of the cycles of the moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, witches, priestesses, shamans, mm-hmm. a lot of were leaders in these indigenous cultures. Then we move into modern society and everything's flipped because everybody wants to honor this masculine energy and act like the feminine energy never existed or that it's the lesser of the two. Mm-hmm. When truth, these two should be balanced. Right. They're not independent of one another. They are interdependent. That is how we are truly balanced by by balancing, excuse me, the masculine and feminine energies in our bodies. Men and women have both. And again, with that said, the term witch became such a negative connotation all because insecure, fearful men that didn't, that wanted people to follow them and not these quote unquote wise women, (laughs) just pointing fingers. The Mm -hmm. Salem trials, all these witch trials, a woman could have just turned a man down and he could have pointed a finger and said, she's a witch. And people don't even know what that term is. They demonized it. Mm -hmm. They have people to this day thinking that witches drink baby's blood, sacrifice babies, uh, worship the devil and the Wiccan religion. They don't even believe in the devil. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. The the Wiccan read is, uh, I'll, I'll say in a modern terms is basically do what you will, but do no harm. Right. Because it will come back to you. That's just the same law. It's the same as the law of karma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the same thing in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to others. And, yeah. And you want to you. Yeah. And the idea of witchcraft and magic and all that is just simply tapping into the vibrations of certain herbs, certain stones, certain cycles of the moon, and using that to create the life that you want, which is what is really getting popular these days. What term? Manifestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which is now what we're all rolling into in this paradigm shift of people waking up to wanting to feel more connected mm-hmm. and realizing that something doesn't feel right because what we've been taught is disconnecting us right from our soul centers from right. from where we used to be and we're now finally getting back there it makes me think of what um what's your your friend uh, that came on talking about the Ryuba and and everything when oh, she was talking with the 400 year mark and all yep, that. Yep. Kaylin. Ooh, goosebumps thinking about it now about like the goddess resurgence and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's definitely coming forward. I see it all the time, especially after this uh, pandemic, people want to feel more connected and, and um, like to have more control over their lives and like, they're not some broken thing. Right. And I think it's been not even, I think I know we've been conditioned to disconnect and you see the things that have been put in our lives over the years to disconnect us. I mean, you know, like even our phones, like as much as I love my phone, I hate it. And I would love to have a flip phone sometimes because I know like this is a problem. You know what I mean? Like it's a problem, but it's another way to disconnect. It's supposed to connect us, but it's also disconnecting us from like being with ourselves because it's a distraction. And people will literally that they're scrolling and don't even know what they're scrolling for. Right. And again, a way to disconnect and just like, you know, we can see even now with, which I don't want to use this reference, but it's, a, it's important anyway, but even like the vaccine versus no vacciners, like that's, it's a separation again, like mm-hmm. all these things get like plugged in to our lives in these moments. to so like, look at this separation taking place. And that's not realistic. Like we are here to connect. We are here to see uh-huh. ourselves within ourselves and, and to connect to source, to connect with each other. And like when people realize that we are here to connect with each other and the rest is a distraction. And I think like you were saying, you know, that's what people are seeing now, especially because of the pandemic, because they had so much time outside of like the distractions. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, that was a, it was a rough year for a lot of people, but I know that was definitely one of the roughest years of my life, really? but coming out of it, I'm so happy where I'm at now. And I could see the beauty in what I went through in the midst of all of that BS basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I will clarify before we move forward to me, um, for the people listening, especially the ones that are more so starting out on their spiritual journey and questioning any religious beliefs you might have and just seeking more, just do the research. There's so much erroneous bullshit, excuse me, out there, especially even just around the terms and the beliefs of sacred women and witches and, and magic. And just, just do your research. Like nobody's over here worshiping demons and all that stuff. Of course, there's always going to no, be there are some-, some people worshiping demons, yeah. just not yeah. us. No, I was about to say, like, there's there's always going to be somebody doing something else. Right. Okay. That isn't necessarily supported by the collective. Right. Um, but, I mean, like, yeah, I've had people try and call me a witch. And I won't lie, some of my soul does identify with the, the term witch, but not in the dark connotation that the patriarchy has given it. Right. I associate and I feel a sense of comfort with the term witch as a wise woman, as a woman that is tapping into her innate power, as a woman that is learning how to manifest the life of my dreams, as a woman that is learning the power of my menstrual cycle and how it correlates with the moon cycles, Mm -hmm. and and a woman that is proud of her sexuality, and a woman that is proud of taking up space and being loud and not allowing my my throat chakra ain't blocked. Right, right, (laughs) right. That is what I associate to a witch. A witch was a woman that they cut down at the knees, burned at the stake because she refused to remain silent Mm -hmm. because she refused to remain in a box. And that's the type of woman that I am. So (laughs) go ahead and throw some. So (laughs) I was, um, I was having this conversation with you. I mean, it's probably been a while now, but Mm -hmm. I, Because you're just now, like you said, you were just now kind of bringing forward your gifts. Not to say that you haven't had them. Yeah. You're just now like, as as my friend Brooke would say, like coming out the broom closet. um, Yeah. (laughs) Coming out the closet with your gifts. And like, 
so you and I had this conversation before and I was saying I was grateful that in this healing industry, in this healing world, especially because I teach Reiki and I practice Reiki, um, but I was grateful to be put in a career already as a healer because I was already doing massage. So, you know, my pivot was a little different than other people's pivots are going to be as they're mm-hmm. stepping into these gifts, as, they, as they're coming out the broom closet. Um, exactly. So what's that been like for you? What do you mean the pivot? Not the pivot per se, but just acknowledging that you, that you should do something with the gifts that you've had, because it's not like you just, these just didn't come to you last year. You've had gifts along the years. You're just now stepping into a place where you're like, oh, I should do something with this. Well, my experience has been, a, well, you know me, like I was, I've been fighting this jump for a long time. I'm like, first of all, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out where my ends meet and wanting clarity and where the universe is leading me. And the lesson that I've been learning is that I'm not supposed to know everything. No, like, you just got You just got to go. <laughs> I just gotta go. And, and one of the things uh, that I have on a post-it note, because I've become a crazy post-it note lady, um, when something like hits me in the gut, you know how we talk about reading stuff that's like a jab? Mm-hmm. Step punch. <laughs> well, one of the things that really hit me in one of my coaching classes last year was uh, action creates clarity. Mm-hmm. And um, even like when I started working with tarot, I kept getting the hermit card. Um, and the hermit is, you know, about, taking time to uh, center yourself, a lot of solitude. It typically has to do with spiritual growth. And in the, in the hermit tarot card, it's a photo of um, a hooded, looks like a man with a beard, but a hooded person with a lantern in front of them. But it's the rest of everything is dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, well, this makes so much sense. <laughs> and as I was learning, it's literally like, And it's funny because I even start before I started reading tarot, I kept telling people, I feel like I can't see. (laughs) Like, I literally feel like I can't see where I'm going, but I'm just literally just taking these tiny steps and literally just walking on faith. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I mean, you know, (laughs) black folks love that that phrase. I'm just, I'm just walking by faith. Yeah. Like that's, but that's literally all it's been. And, you know, with the death of my sister-in-law last year, um, two of my friends from Vegas, there was a lot of grief mm-hmm. and we've talked about grief mm-hmm. and just crazy how, when you're in your most vulnerable phase, emotionally, how so much can start to pour out of you in yeah. a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intuitively, when you're just really feeling raw, I feel like that is when you are really open to spirit and the experiences you're supposed to be having and feeling more. Cause I know for a fact you know, I'm, I haven't been a crier since I was a kid. You know, right. I'm not very, you know, you know, I'm kind of like a dude mentally. Yeah. So I was really cracked open last year with all of that stuff. Literally felt like my heart was just cracked open. My mm-hmm. chest sleeping on the floor. <laughs> okay. And it was the most beautiful raw experience. But with that, I really started one really being faced with the, What's the word? The hard truth that tomorrow is not promised. When I have three people all within five years of me pass in the same year. Right. And with that, you have to lean in so hard to your heart space and your faith to even get up every day. You know, it it gets so hard at times. And I got really angry. Like, the beginning of that year, I was really angry. Like I disappeared for a long time. And in that anger, you sit in it. And if you allow yourself to sit and get quiet, you can feel this beautiful space open up in you. If you allow it against surrender. Yeah. How about the word surrender? Like, okay, God, whatever you want me to call you, I'm here. And I guess I'm still here for a reason. And for me, I knew those gifts were there. And I have to thank friends like you who have started inspiring me to be of service um, because I never even, it was funny because I told you at one point, I think it's just that age of 30 when we start wanting more than just chasing a check. Right. And it's been interesting to me 
coming out of that phase of grief and just leaning into the heart space and leaning into my faith and not necessarily religious faith, but just faith in something more faith in love, faith in my purpose and being here and uh, wanting to step up and help other people. And, um, you know, I'm in the modeling acting industry and the entertainment industry. And we discussed how like, it still brings me joy, but I wanted to do something to help people. And then, you know, you start hearing all these things like, you know, align like a passion that you have with how you can help people. And when that joy flows in, you can make, you know, you can also bring in abundance and create money for yourself at the same time. That's like the trifecta, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking, well, what else could I do that is more service to people? I feel like I want to help people inspired by you and some other friends. And it was also like, wow, Shiana's doing Reiki. What are some things that I always kind of wanted to do that I thought I couldn't do. I, I, I thought because I wasn't raised by a witchy grandmother that was like, you know, grinding herbs in a mortar Mm -hmm. that I couldn't step into something as simple as tarot card reading. Like it's insane. So I just started sitting down, like, I'm going to do some stuff that I wanted to do that I never considered because everything that I'm being shown this year, 2020 COVID death is telling me Tomorrow is not promised and I got to start doing some stuff. So with that, um, I just started following, you know, the intuitive nudges, the, hey, let's try this. And, oh, I always thought this was cool. Like, th- that's, I guess, the, the following the breadcrumbs that the universe mm-hmm. leaves. And with that, while people are listening, to me, it's just, we're coming out of this, we're in a paradigm shift of realizing that we are not born innately broken. We are born worthy. And that came to me when I was in my Akashic Records certification. Uh, My teacher mentioned that. And she's like, you guys being here, you don't realize how big it is that you're here. And she talked to me and some of the other people, like the background you come from, you didn't come from the background of a shaman or generational like witchery you're here from all these different backgrounds and you've chosen to learn something new um, regardless of what you've been taught, like these spaces of, oh, you have to be born into this leadership role. You have to be born as this priest. You have to be born as this healer. And if we just answer the call in our hearts of what it is that we want to do, it it's so much easier and it flows so much better than feeling like I have something to prove. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And as you're talking about the, you know, you talked about your grief and your heart opening up and you're talking about uh, still enjoying the entertainment side of things, but still wanting to do things with your heart. Right. Mm-hmm. One of um, another healer in my, in my network that I have, like um, she does Yoni steams and stuff. She does a lot of yeah, okay. work. And she shared with me, which blew my mind. But the minute she said it, I was like, it it was one of those gut punches Mm -hmm. Um, because I've always had, and you have the same, we have like strong sacral chakra, which is, you know, in the big picture, it's probably like that divine feminine energy. It is that creativity and pleasure. So like, we know what we want. We know Mm -hmm. how to enjoy ourselves. Um, we know how to bring joy to, to the spaces that we fill all of that. However, you know, people can make money from that center. They can make money painting. They can make money dancing. They can like, they can make money from the center, um, of creativity, but the real treasure is combining the sacral with the heart. That's Mm -hmm. the money maker. But if your heart is like a brick, you know, like if it's not opened up, you're, you're not even tapped into that energy to, to know the magnificence of what you can do with those together. That makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I love that because it, it makes sense to literally what I just said. I felt like I wasn't seeing a lot and I, I still can't see a lot because again, this journey, you're not going to see everything, right. but like until quote unquote, the heart was cracked open. I wasn't even really thinking about trying to do tarot or no. Akashic yeah. because, you know, this cement block <laughs> of energy is up and you only see what people allow you to see. Yep. 
Yeah. You know, or what you're used to seeing, which is so restrictive in itself, which is why people have to get out of their own ways and research, uh, read your own books, find the information for yourself. Hell, right. even travel. You know, yes, you and I please. pretty young. Travel opens your mind up so much. Yeah. To out there in the world, different cultures, different perspectives. Um, but no, I, I totally, totally agree with that. And the Yoni thing, that sounds fun. I still haven't done that yet. <laughs> Put it on your to-do list. Um, but yeah, then there was that one, um, I was, I know I was on here one day or not on here, but I was at home one day and I was thinking like, you know, like, and I talk, there's moments that, especially in the spiritual journey or as you're pivoting, um, we get conditioned to think, you know, you're supposed to go, go, go. You're supposed to do, do, do. You're supposed to be productive all the time which is oh, the case because you're mm-hmm. supposed to have like these boring moments. And I'm like, really, are we supposed to, or are we just yeah. like, anyway. Um, but there was one day that I was like, um, Oh yeah. Like there's so much excitement today because I had like that morning, I think I had um, maybe I had a massage or something that day. And again, yeah. I've told you before, I do a lot of trading. So none of these things, like I was even paying for or something, but I was like, Oh, just a regular day in Shiana's world. But I had like, a massage with probably some energy work in it. Um, yeah. I had something called emotion code. And then you were like, oh yeah, you want an Akashic records reading? And I was like, yeah, girl, let me sign me up for that too. And <laughs> I remember the end of the day, I was like, who am I? Like, what, what is this world I'm living in now? Like, what did you do today, Shiana? Oh, I had some energy work on top of having my, my soul's library card taken out for the day. Like, tell us, what Akashic records are like, what exactly is an Akashic records reading? So the, the easiest way to explain it, if you're familiar with the concept of energy and everything is energy, everything has its own vibration and frequency. Um, the Akashic records are basically an energetic library of all possibilities and potential from past lives and current lives. And it's a really beautiful guidance tool when you use the right way to just tap into your inner knowing, your intuition and your higher self. Um, with the way that I was taught, it's, it's a newer kind of thing uh, from some people, but I say this really beautiful invocation prayer, uh, just to invite the energy in of the person. I use their legal name. And um, you can basically ask anything you want, and but it's it's not predictive. It's it's not a psychic reading mm-hmm. um, because one, we're all gifted with free will, mm-hmm. and at any given moment, based on your energy, your decisions, how circumstances change, whatever. But that's basically what it is. It's like an energetic library of all potential and possibilities. You can ask about your business. Um, you can ask about what you're supposed to be learning uh, in, in relationship with other people. So many different things. I, I do an exercise in the morning every day where I tap into the energy of my records. And each of us has a soul guidance team that we work with in the records. Um, it's more of an energy, a collective energy of your like soul's guidance team. There's not really, it could be a blend of your angels ancestors, you don't ever really get a name, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's all because, you know, in this collective, it's all one big energy anyway. Right. In this life, we're all gifted with the soul guidance team. And that's who we tap into, which includes your higher self. And I even do an exercise every day where I just ask for a nugget of wisdom or a word or phrase for the day to create, um, positive forward momentum. Mm -hmm. So people like that in there. And the beauty of the Akashic records is every time somebody opens your records and they cannot do it without your permission. So I would never go in and be like browsing. Yeah. Let's open Tiana's records and poke around and see what she's up to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's it's not like being psychic or, or anything anyway, but it's a collaborative effort. You come in with me and every time you open your records, you are drawing in healing energies positive energetic shifts are happening. Mm -hmm. So even if, and and it's a way of kind of releasing a charge in a way Mm -hmm. I was talking in class as well to where you can literally come in. I open your records and you can literally just sit down and vent for as long as you want to, depending on how long the session you book, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's kind of like spiritual therapy in a way you can literally vent 
and talk about a situation that you feel you have not um, healed from yet or that still has a, a lot of charge on it. And you know, it has a lot of charge on it because when you talk about it, you get hot, sweaty, mm-hmm. irritated, whatever. And I get hot under t- the armpits. Yeah, exactly. And when you do that in your records, that helps to release the charge and get healing energy from the Akashic, uh, from the Akasha. And a lot of people, like even just within the next day or the next few weeks, um, God, if they're having issues with their mom and that's what they're talking about, they notice that things start to shift. Not magically, not things happening overnight, but powerful shifts happen in the records. I, I really, really love it. I feel so grateful that I was guided to it. And you've like, you did a Akashic records reading for me, you know, as myself, but then you also did an Akashic records reading on my business. Yes. Yes. I was so excited when my teacher was telling me about that. And you can also do the records with crystals, Mm -hmm. um, houses, like she does them with houses. Like she's helped people when they're about to buy a house. And again, it's tricky because you have to have like permission, but anytime like a house is put on sale. It's basically public record. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mission then, but she's helped people buy houses in that way to get like what the energy's like. If there was any negative experiences in there, they need to uh, know about. It's all just about the energy coming through. Yeah. And for the record, for those listening, um, it was interesting the way she approached me this time with the Akashic records reading for my business, because I, I don't know, let's say it was a Tuesday and <laughs> Tuesday Probably. evening, I'm going to bed saying a prayer because this pivot for just so you know, this pivot has not been an easy one. And I was mm-hmm. like, God, please, oh, God, please just give me some, some information, some inspiration, please like give me some guidance moving forward. Cause like, I don't know all the way know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, please just give me some guidance. And oh, then, so, so many people feel that way. <laughs> right. None of us really know what we're doing. Um, uh-huh. It wasn't even 24 hours later and I have a text message from you. Why did I just get a hard nudge that I need to open your business? Akashic, and I was like, huh, I guess because I requested it. I love you text me back. Like, cause I, I were, I was just asking for help mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's but like, part. you know, asking it is given. Right. Exactly. It, it, it really it, is. And it's, uh, it's nice too when you start realizing that as you get more centered and seated uh, in your intuition, how these things just serendipitously, synchronistically, either of those, they just happen. We, mm-hmm. we don't even like- They just fall in your lap. Yeah. And we don't even like using the word irony or coincidence anymore. No. Because we're like, of course, <laughs> of course, this is what happened this way. Like, of course. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, it really wasn't even 24 hours when you reached out. And I was like, thanks. Like, appreciate it. I didn't even know that the turnaround time was this quick. It was real loud too. I can't remember if I was sitting on the computer. Um, I think I was in like an Akashic Records workshop that I did after the certification with my teacher. And I was just in the energy, I guess. Wasn't even in your records, but just an intuitive nudge came like, uh, ask Shiana if she wants you to open her business records. (laughs) That sounds fun. And literally that's, and I was like, why? And then I was thinking again, skeptical, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a very logical person and can be very skeptical of things. So until I feel in my heart space that something is legit and true, I'm not adopting it. Like right, until right. I, I felt it myself, just like Reiki, just like with the tarot card, just with the records, I am not going to be pushing anything if I don't believe it in, in, in it myself. Right. Like, so it was, it was interesting. I was literally sitting there Ashiana, she wants you to open her business records. And then I went away typing, writing notes, whatever. I was like, oh, I made that up. <laughs> and then it got louder. That's where intuition works. It mm-hmm. got louder. Text her. <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. literally how it felt. And you know how intuitively you don't really hear it, but sometimes you hear it or you feel it. Yeah. Either, and it's like, okay, either, my bad. Yeah, it, basically. Yes, yeah. That's literally like, okay. And then when you said that back, I laughed so hard. Yeah. And you're talking about being a skeptic and we've joked about this before too, but you are actually one of my first distance Reiki clients that I got to try out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny though. Cause like, um, thinking back, I don't think I realized I was one of your first or like where it was going to go. But I, I remember seeing signs for Reiki throughout LA because 
hippie LA. And I've always noticed it because it's usually attached to like a tarot reader sign or something or like chakra healing. And I made a mental note to check it out at some point. And then when you started mentioning Reiki, I didn't even put those two together. Of course. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a nice, yeah, first experience for sure. Yeah. And I remember like, because I was a skeptic because I was like, okay, so like, I want to try this distance Reiki thing. I don't even know. Like, again, I wasn't even all the way confident with it. Like, I don't know if you're going to feel anything, but like, could you let me know what you feel? If you do, I'll let you know if I feel anything. And then I mean, like, and they just have friends like that. They'll be like, I just want to try some weird shit. Can I try some down? weird shit? Right, right, <laughs> right. You, you need those on the team. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. And you were like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And then like, it was actually like a really great experience for both of us. It really was. Yeah. And I remember like feeling like the room was spinning a little bit and you were like, really, this is spiral Reiki. And I'm like, <laughs> That's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. But and you were saying, like, yeah, your third eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely good sleep after that's for sure. Always. What's your medicine? Well, I feel like it's probably gonna be a cliche answer, but um, I'd probably say meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, years ago, what was it like 2013 or whatever, when I started having those anxiety issues and I started looking around, I started Googling like how to stop anxiety. I'd never dealt with it in my life. And I guess I was blessed enough to have never dealt with it like that in my life. Cause I'm hearing of like 11 and 12 and 10 year old kids having anxiety problems. Wow. I'm like, wow. Uh, but <laughs> generation, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like 2013. So I guess mid 20s at that point. Oh, I just aged myself. Anyway, so um, (laughs) yeah, I started looking for natural remedies for anxiety. uh, Because honestly, the idea of taking pills drove me insane. It gave me anxiety thinking about having to take pills for my anxiety. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And because I'm very sensitive to like drugs, like I hardly even like to take Advil. Um, But that came up. And I was like, okay, meditation. Do I have to be a monk or something to do this? And then I just started Googling things and found an article was like, just don't overthink it. Just sit down. Thank you, Gemini. Yeah, don't overthink (laughs) it. And I just, I was willing to try anything because it was getting so bad to where I couldn't even go out around groups of people. And I don't know if this was also me just like merging into a different vibration and I was feeling other people's energy. I still don't know. Um, But yeah, that's the meditation. I hardly ever have anxiety attacks anymore. And then when I start feeling it creeping up, it's because I haven't been doing as much as I'm supposed to. Mm -hmm. But with that meditation and you always say meditate and hydrate. um, It's, it really is just like, I don't want to say my magic pill, but any day where I'm feeling anxious or just overthinking things. It really just helps me tap in and just calm the hell down. And you really open up and you start to hear your inner wisdom that that it helps with your sleep and medically search the articles, Mm -hmm. like decreased blood pressure, uh, just over sense, uh, overall sense of well-being, uh, better focus, better clarity, more peace and calm. And this is just uh, on average, just for doing 10 to 20 minutes a few times a week. Right. Um, and so when I sit down and I meditate and I try to do it in the, in the morning before I go about my day, it just really, I see through a different lens, if that makes any sense. Like anytime I'm feeling uneasy, anytime I'm overthinking anything, the ego steps back and the higher self steps forward. And you really feel more centered in love. You really start to feel the divinity within you and feel a lot more connected. So meditation is definitely, yeah, my medicine. (laughs) Right. So moving forward, uh, you will be offering tarot and Akashic records readings. Yes. Currently doing a pay what you can promo, which is literally pay what you want after I give you the reading. Um, Cause I know some people are dealing with some, you know, income struggles with this pandemic Um, and I also want you to pay what you feel like you received in that energy. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want anybody to feel like, oh, this reading is a hundred dollars. I can't afford that. So I'm not going to get any soul guidance. I want people to really 
feel the power of these guidance tools. That's what I'm calling them. They are great empowerment, loving guidance tools when, when used and utilized by a person with the right intention, I will say. So um, if anybody has any questions about anything, um, you can find me uh, at, or reach out to me at contact at lightshadowsmoke.com. My website is lightshadowsmoke.com. And then my Instagram is Christian the gym. Uh, did I jump the gun on, gun on that? <laughs> no, no. Cause uh, it was coming up. Nah, that's perfect. Yeah. Literally pay what you can. Uh, the, the Akashic Records readings work better as a live collaboration between two people. So that does need to be scheduled through like a Zoom call. Uh, with the tarot readings, I'm still figuring it out. Um, I could do Zoom call if somebody felt like they just wanted that energy. But it's so easy. You can just literally like email me your date of birth, your location, your name, and the one or two questions that you have. And I can pull your cards without being on camera with you or anything and just email you a reading. So those two formats are a little different, but either way, it's super easy. It's just about, you know, me making the time and the person making the time. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. Yeah. Oh, oh, one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, girl. Again, people listening. If there's something that is tugging at your heartstrings, something you feel like you want to do that is in service to others, something that lights you up, you're born worthy of whatever it is that you want. So if you're listening to this, you're listening to it for a reason. And if you need help with guidance, hit me up. If you want some healing, hit up Shiana. <laughs> <laughs> some Reiki healing, but there's it's we're shifting and it's such a beautiful paradigm. And any mm-hmm. help you need especially with social media, you can find it anywhere. Just mm-hmm. open up your eyes, start asking questions, even if they're scary questions and do your own research. That is when you really start to open up and see that there's so much more that we've been taught than what we've been taught. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like there was still so much more I could have said at some point, but I you, mean, girl, just- you can come back on. <laughs> That's just the Gemini mind. But yeah, you know, think- well, of course. Did I say it all? Did I say enough? Did I, did yeah. I, oh, I forgot. You'll probably text me after this and be like, oh, I forgot to talk about. It's fine. It's fine. We'd be on here for like to be said. Yes, perfect. Yeah, I said the intention before we got on the phone. So I'm guessing that's what we needed. Mm-hmm. And I sent Reiki to this whole session before we even got here. So look at it. Look at us. Look at us. Yeah. Who, who would have thought Irmo High School class of 2000? <laughs> Irmo High School. That's all. <laughs> they need to hear yeah. the rest. They need to hear the rest. Man, I got a Reiki healer, tarot, Akashic reader. Like, I just, I love the shift, honestly. I I love the shift. I love you and the people that the universe has surrounded me with to inspire me and support me. And you. the energy is just amazing. Like, I'm so happy to have the support that I have. Oh, and I'm so finally made it to the podcast yes Yay. yes and like I said you'll be on here again so yes yes hope, yes hopefully some people come your way ask some questions get some yeah. answers yeah yeah I set the attention on that too when I start doing the lives just whoever's meant to to connect with me and who needs my type of readings and my type of guidance and healings that'll be who finds me so and I like to share like you know I don't just like you said, you're a skeptic about things. I don't want to put people on for things that like, I don't believe in either. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to be vouching for like, this is one of those things where, you know, like before you would, somebody would ask you for like a recommendation or a co-sign yeah. on a job or something. And then they fuck yeah. it up. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> if I put my name behind something, know that, know that they can't fuck it up because <laughs> I put yeah. my name behind it. Them's the rules. <laughs> Yes. Yes. I, I love that. Yeah. So yeah. Check her out. Christian, the gym, Christian Evans. Thank you again for coming. I think it says Christian Victoria on my Instagram, but that's fine. Christian <laughs> the gym is your name on your yeah. Christian, the gym, T H E G E M. Like the Gemini, the gym play on words. You guys get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it'll be in my show notes. So it's fine. Bye. Yay. Love you, Bill. Love you too. God bless Christian, like the religion, but not. (laughs) No, but seriously, I don't think we put enough emphasis on finding our soul family, finding our soul tribe. And Christian has always been part of my soul family. Like whether we knew it or not growing up, we've grown together 
as friends, as really like soul family. Um, and even in our in our spiritual and healing journeys, we've really grown together. And it's nice to have somebody that you can talk to about the things that are labeled as conspiracy theories and somebody that you can also talk to about, you know, just feeling feeling things out with, like like we discussed, even when I didn't know if distance Reiki was going to work. It's nice to have somebody to try out these new skills with, to try out these esoteric woo-woo things that people label them as. Um, it's nice to have people in your circle like that. And I'm realizing as a Reiki teacher that there's some people that haven't even met their soul family yet and they feel crazy and, you know, they, and I, I realize you know, they probably feel crazy because they're labeled as conspiracy theorists in a lot of, in a lot of circles, but it's nice to have a soul family. So, you know, you know, I'm plugging my Reiki teaching. If you have not met your soul family reach out to me. Like I, you see, I have, I know, I, I don't know all the people, but I know a lot of people and a lot of people are reaching out looking for their soul family and they haven't found them yet. So Reiki is a great way to, to build a soul family basically. So don't feel like you're ever alone out there. There are plenty of these woo woo people as if you want to call it that. Um, there's, there's a lot of them out there. It's just a matter of bringing them in your energy field and, and meshing with those too. Right. Cause you know, even, even as soul family, it really is like family. You're not always going to agree on everything, but the difference is because you are conscious enough to realize like, you know, we're all mirrors of each other. Even if there's a disagreement, there's still an understanding and there's still this unconditional love beneath it all. So that's just my two cents on it. I'm also one of those people that believes that you you don't just have one soulmate in life. I really do believe that you meet several soulmates, not just romantic soulmates, just soulmates enter your life to to help you on this journey of life. And there's this um this author actually, he's also known as a spiritual teacher and psychologist. If you're not familiar with Ram Das, He's famous for one of his quotes, which is, we're all just walking each other home. That sounds like some shit Shiana says. So I hope you have your soul family. And if not, I'm I'm happy to help if I can. Um, and if you don't want my help, then, you know, just keep waiting it out. They'll make it to you eventually. And until next time, go ahead and check out Shiana.com for all your merchandise, scheduling one-on-one Reiki services. I'm actually participating in... Um, some Reiki events in the future. I've been scheduled to work with uh, a group on a retreat. So that's going to be new for me. That's I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to it. But I do still offer one-on-one services and I do still have classes available if you're ready to learn it. And for those that have reached out to me that are saying, oh, I'm ready to learn it, but you know, I got to get my coins together. Y'all, like I will work out payment arrangements with you. I just want you to learn it, right? I just want you to learn it. When I learned it, I definitely made payment arrangements to learn it. So just reach out to me so we can get you scheduled for a class or a session so you can have some some of this remembrance of the magic within you in case you've forgotten. I'll help you remember. So until next time, take care and be sure to meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thank you.